next question. Oh, we're live? We're live. Ah, my favorite time of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back for another one. I'm your host, Mr. Tristan Big Wap Brady, with my co-host, Mr. Dr. Love. What's going on, buddy? Every time, connection made. You guys getting paid, us getting laid, driving an Escalade. We are here for podcast with this number four. Five? Five. Ooh, man, we just chugging along. I love it. Last week we had Rizzy on. The week before we had Mr. Rickster. Now we're just getting back to the basics, the dynamic duo. Back at it again. People who started it up. Yeah. You know what? The people are going to finish it too. Uh, This week on the podcast, we're going to be touching over the topics of just what's been happening this week. Uh, Bitcoin going to the gutter. Uh, Elon going crazy. Uh, We're going to talk about some SEC stuff that's going on. Uh, Inflation going to brand new (laughs) spanking highs. Reopening plays and uh, just life in general here in Mexico. Um, Dr. LB, what topic do you want to start off first? What's, what's we should start off with the markets, man. I think most of the people that are watching us, they know they're following my stock life. They want to know about stocks. They want to know what's going on with the markets. They're scared right now. So what happened actually was uh, two weeks ago, I got really bearish. I actually liquidated all of one, one whole account. I liquidated all the positions. I called it live, whatever. People were calling me crazy. The reason I did that is because all these big tech companies they crushed earnings and still they didn't get any movement off their earnings at all. So if you follow the stock market at all, earnings are what drives markets. That's how a stock goes up. It's earnings, earnings, earnings. Nothing else really matters. News comes and goes, but earnings, as long as they're accelerating earnings, the stock will keep going up. And to see the big tech companies destroy earnings like that and it didn't move, that reminded me exactly of 2010 when the dot-com crash happened. So if you think back or if you know if you're trading during that time, like 11 years ago, what actually happened was these companies, they reported great earnings, but they didn't move at all in their earnings. And what happened was the stock market stayed flat until the next time earnings came around. They didn't beat earnings then, and that's when the dot-com crash started. So it's kind of a similar setup going on right now. Plus, there's a lot more bad stuff in the markets. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I liquidated one whole account. I still do have my core holdings in my other account. And I have hedges and everything in those accounts. So whenever the hedges pay, I take that out and I put it back into my core holdings and DCA into that. So that's just how I play my long-term account. The short-term account, I liquidated everything. I started buying metals. I started buying gold, silver. Started loading those, and uh, why? Because I knew the crypto crash was coming. You guys watched the last podcast. That's probably why Rizzy doesn't show his face around here. <laughs> I still lose a hundred bucks. Hasn't been, <laughs> hasn't been back here since last podcast. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think he'll be back here anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I knew as soon as crypto started crashing, what, what people are going to do, they're not going to run to the stock market because the stock market is very iffy right now. They're going to go into stuff that's inflation safe, which is gold and silver. And it always will be gold and silver, and it is gold and silver, and in the future it will be gold and silver. And yeah, you got any comments on no, that? No, I, I absolutely love it. Gold has never lost 50% of its market value in the course of a year. On a tweet. <laughs> Uh, I heard Ricky talk about it a couple of times that um, even when money came around, fiat money came along, people were saying, oh, gold is going out the window, silver is going out of the window, precious metals are going out the window. Uh, at the end of the day, gold is still gold and it's still rising at a consistent rate and it's still holding its asset uh, and value as an asset across time and space and opportunity across. 
So um, I agree with 100%. I've kept my positionings uh, very much cash, if not 90 to 100% cash in my holdings right now. Smart and, man. Yeah, no, I just I follow you guys. You guys have been in a lot longer than me, and um, you know I, I keep running back to this. If you find a good group, you you find people. If you think like a video game, you join a clan. They've already played these missions. Why are you gonna go play these missions when they can just give you the highlights from the mission? You don't have to go through the mission yourself. It's, it's the same thing I keep giving you guys time and time and time again. So listen to this man, listen to Ricky, listen to T, listen to me, because I'm listening to them. I'm just relaying the same information over to you. It's so funny. Uh, Love will call it something in the room, and then I'll go and post it on Discord, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Thanks, Love. Appreciate the call out, bro. Appreciate it. But yeah, um, digital gold is not real gold. And we've seen, we've seen that this last week with Bitcoin reaching lows. It was like 31K. Um, gold laughing, going straight up. Yeah. Silver laughing, going straight up. Um, but to speak on to speak on the uh, the tweet part, what do you think the SEC is going to do anything about Elon, or is it just what can they do? I mean, yeah. they can't really do anything. Like he's stating his opinion online, but uh, I think he might actually get in. I'm not even sure, man, because his company was taking Bitcoin for a while, and then he crashed Bitcoin, and then he called out Diamond Hands today. So who knows if he did all that just to buy more? So if he announces that he bought more down here, then I think the SEC will get involved. But until then, I don't think they'll get involved. I think with crypto filings and just the positioning that he's put himself in, it's kind of like a like neener neener neener. <laughs> kind of one of those funky positions. Like I would. Yo, Elon, I dare you to tweet about gold, man. Ain't gonna lose no <laughs> Tweet, tweet yeah. gold ain't worth nothing. So I can grab some on the cheap, you know? That's funny, man. But um, right now, back in the States, I'm talking to more friends, and inflation's becoming a very real thing. Like, you called it out two podcasts ago. Inflation is happening. Gas, food, uh, precious metals, materials, it's all going through the roof. Um, how long do you think in, until shit gets really hectic and, you know, the it's, dollar starts to go further below than what it is? Man, I think it's already happening. It's happening right in front of people's eyes and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Because, like, I have so many friends in the States and Canada. Like, what's happening is people can't even find people to work. Mm -hmm. Because people would rather sit at home and make, for like, their unemployment instead of going to work and making the same amount, you know? Mm -hmm. Why would you work? I have this one friend I heard of... Um, he owns a company and he was paying people $25 before and he would have people lined up like yeah. to work. And now he's like paying $50, he can't find a single employee. So that's telling you, he's, he's, he's paying people double what he used to pay and he can't find work. So that's just like what's happening in the States and Canada right now. And uh, I have a feeling it's gonna get really bad because if they just keep printing money, I think the only, the only solution to this problem is if they start burning the money that they printed. And they're not going to do that for a long time, not until the economy gets way better. No, I think what's going to happen um, with the way, the way that inflation is going and the way that unemployment is set up, they're just going to keep printing money and then um, universal basic income is going to be a topic that we're going to be talking about two years, five years down the line, uh, maybe even sooner. Um, for those that you don't, don't know what universal basic income is, it's um, essentially the concept that inflation becomes so rampant and there's so much of a money supply out there. Uh, with a combination of unemployment, disability, social security, XYZ, um, that the government subs uh, subsidizes your living and gives you like an allowance of say like $1,000 a month. It's not going to pay your rent, but it's going to give you a little bit of a cushion. And when that happens, um, it's basically, you know, the government's just feeding you a bottle at that point. Like, oh, we're going to take away your universal basic income. Oh, you can't buy food. Well, 
you're going to do what we want, get the vaccine, uh, get your vaccine passport, and it's it's a slippery slope uh, to speak on the... the where does it end? Yeah, yeah where does it end? Um, but uh, I have some friends that are business owners in California, and they're losing their employees to, to Arizona just because uh, minimum wage is so high. Inflation is through the roof. You can have a house in Arizona, and you don't have to pay all the, the, the state tax on top of what you already own. And... Uh, it's getting really sticky, especially in the California and like liberal states. Uh, I have a bias to that because I was born and raised out there, but it's getting a little weird. So um, LB has been talking about putting your bear hats on. I recommend you do the same too. Dollar cost average is huge. If you really believe in something, don't put all your money into it. I had a homie that put seven grand into uh, Stellar Lumens um, yeah. <laughs> four days ago, and it crashed. Was it twenty five percent? Yeah, last night. So I, was, I told him about it too. I was like, bro, like you want to do piece by piece. You don't want to do these big chunks because this is that shit that happens. You don't know what is going to be around the corner. So uh, keep cash. Right now, um, cash is not king, but right now it's very powerful. It's very powerful when there's a lot of uncertainty in the markets, and that's what we're experiencing. Yeah, so I've been a bear for the last two, three weeks. Uh, actually, today, the action that I saw was very bullish, believe mm -hmm. it or not. Like, I got screwed in the trade today. It was my worst loss of, like, probably since I've been here in Tulum. And the reason I got screwed is because I was watching the Fed talk, and what the Fed said was everything, every single thing that they said was bearish. Market was going down. I'm in spy puts heavy. So what the Fed said before I got in, this is what it is. I'm not, I'm not going to get into Fed before a meeting, you know what I mean? That heavy, especially. Yeah. So I heard them. I seen the news. It said the Fed needs to taper rates sooner than expected. Mm -hmm. So they said that. Second thing they said was inflation is not transitory. It might be around for a few years even. So I heard those two headlines <laughs> and I was like, bro, I'm buying spy puts. Like this market's going, it's going to implode. I bought them. It gave me my move for a second. I was like, yo, it's gonna keep going. All of a sudden, big green candle out of nowhere for no reason at all. It was just straight green, red candle. I was like, fuck. So all of my puts, <laughs> and then right away it came back down. Shut my computer, fucking off. I was like, fuck this shit. <clears throat> and a bunch of people in the group followed me in, and they didn't go as heavy as me, obviously. <laughs> And they're like, oh, thanks, LB, because it went up, and then it came right back down. They're like, oh, I sold for a profit, I sold for a profit. Thanks, LB, you're always right. Thanks, LB. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Y'all made your 200 bucks, bro. I'm fucking five digits over here, bro. <laughs> Yo. No, but I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy you made money and stuff, but like, fuck, man, that was my trade right there. That was like, that was the trade. Like, there's always the trade of the week. Like, there's one single piece of news that you just catch. Like Shopify and Google, for example. Shopify came out yesterday and they said they're partnering with Google. Google said they're putting a Shopify feature on their Chrome browser. And I was like, this is fucking massive news. I went in my broker, I, I smashed the ask. I was like, just let me buy this right away. Got filled at 1200s for like 480. It went up to like 100% gains in literally like 20 seconds. I was sitting there streaming. I'm like, did you catch Shopify? Did you catch Shopify? And then I only sold a quarter because I was like, this is going much higher. And then it fucking sold off too. But then today I came back up and I made a lot of money on that one. So that one's okay. <clears throat> but that spy one, I was expecting a lot of money from that one. I just got. Man, I, I haven't been in the markets as long as you, but in the time that I have been, I've seen like counter, counter news, just like um, Fed reports good, spy goes down. Fed reports terrible, awful, like 
the shit's fucked up, it screams up. Yeah. What, from your perspective, what's with the, the honky-dory? I don't know what's going on. Today was really confusing. Today was the first day I was confused in like the last two, three weeks maybe. Because I've been calling all these gold plays. I've been calling bears. I've been calling everything. Today I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of charts actually at weekly support. Mm. And they actually held it. So like I say, like news is better than charts. Like if the chart is set up, mm. but bad news comes out, it doesn't matter. The news yeah. is going to fuck up the chart. But at the same time, usually when a stock is at a critical support or a critical resistance or something, some news will come out to make it go through that. So if you look at AMD's weekly chart, what happened was there's a huge weekly support right underneath it. It was going down, it actually went under a little bit, and then they announced a share buyback of $4 billion. Mm -hmm. They're buying their own shares back for $4 billion, skyrocketed right back up. So that's what I'm saying, charts correlate with news, and news correlates with charts. I'm pretty sure the AMD people know where their technical analysis on their chart is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have a team behind that. So, why wouldn't they just announce a $4 billion share buyback on their earnings? Please tell me. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't know they were going to buy back shares on their earnings? Like, that makes no sense. They waited, bro. They waited till critical support. They shot it back up. And that's one thing that makes me kind of neutral again. I'm not bearish. I'm not bullish. I'm kind of neutral again because today was very bullish action for the action that we were supposed to get and what we actually got we were very very bullish today mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's just my two cents on today another thing i wanted to go over before we start um i've said this before and i'll say it again any stock you're in if you don't have conviction in it and it goes down 20 or 30 percent you're gonna panic sell you're gonna get out i know i know you think you can hold on to it i'm gonna hold for months i'm a long-term investor you open your account every single day, you see red, 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 more red, more red, and you're gonna sell. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, you have to have conviction in it. You have to be able to DCA into it. Always have some cash ready, mm -hmm. just in case there's a big plunge or something. If you're in a trade from someone else and you don't actually believe in the company, you're not gonna be able to hold that stock. Mm -hmm. And another, the last thing I'll say before I let Tristan talk a little bit, um, Always have the scenario drawn out in your head. If the stock market was to dump 20% tomorrow, what would you do? If the stock market was to rip up 20% tomorrow, what would you do? If your specific stock is to drop 50% in value tomorrow, what would you do? Would you add more? Would you sell? You have to know this stuff beforehand. Because if you try to do it in the heat of the moment, you're going to make mistakes. I guarantee you'll make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to speak on that, that's a beautiful, fantastic point. Um, you need to prepare your game plan before you step into war because <laughs> you can't think from just an outside, this is a life perspective, whether this is sports, whether this is war, whether this is training, you're not going to be able to create a game plan when the game plan needs to be executed. So you need to be able to devise the game plan and then execute said game plan when pressure is on. Um, just from a martial arts standpoint, you, you, you don't you don't devise the game plan when you're getting punched in the mouth. You find out what to do before the punch in the mouth happens and then you know what you're going to do if that punch comes. And what to do if you are getting hit harder than you expected. Um, just to speak on, yeah, I just repeat what you're saying. It's beautiful. Dollar cost average in understanding what you're invested in. We talked about it time and time again before. If you have a garden and you don't know what you're planting, you're going to pull it out before it produces fruit. And if you are not convicted in those seeds and you know that those seeds take you know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, a half a year to produce fruit, you're not going to keep on watering. You're not going to keep them in your portfolio. So really think about that on a, on a deep down psychological level is 
is this going to produce fruit in my garden? I have only so much money to put into seeds. I don't have so much money to put into soil. I've only had so much time inside of this eight hour window to give attention to. And you know, if this fruit is not producing fruit, then there's another fruit that is, but are you gonna be able to have the cash available to buy those seeds? Um, so, you know, you're just taking the words out of my mouth. I can't say it better. It's, it's beautiful. Um, dollar cost averaging, understanding the game that you're playing, understanding that when you are in a situation that's testing your emotions, you don't want to make decisions in that sort of time frame inside of that mental schema because you're going to make the wrong decision. Yeah, never make decisions based on emotions. If you're angry, even with your girlfriend, your wife, your family, if you're angry, don't make a decision at that time. Mm. That's a life lesson too. That's, yeah, that's a super life lesson. You got to step out of the situation because even when it's good and when it's bad, you could be on top of the world and say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. And then you come back to where you're neutral and it's like, why the fuck did I say all that? Now I got to do all that shit. Yeah, I got to do all that shit. We've all been there. It's like, yeah, let's do that. And it's like an hour later, like, shit. Man, I, I could have just not said that and yeah, I'd, have yeah, been, cool. I'd have been cool and, and the reverse is the same when you're angry It's like I hate this person and this and that and I don't care how I'm gonna feel later and then you get back to neutral It's like Well, I might have overreacted and now I have to go, yeah, You sell that you sell your stock that's down 50% you look at it tomorrow you're like Fuck, this is going everywhere <laughs> your, your stock gets used tomorrow. It goes right back up 50% Why the fuck did I sell? You know, just, <laughs> Have a game plan, know what you're doing before you're in the heat of the moment, and I promise you, you'll be a lot more successful trader than you are right now. Mm -hmm. right. Absolutely, absolutely. Anything else? No, I, I think good. that rounds it up. A nice quick one for you guys. Um, really want to just show humility and uh, grace here. Super thankful to be here with love. Uh, super thankful that you watched to this point in the video. Every view matters, every subscriber matters, every like on this video matters. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, this is not something that we're gonna stop next month, next year. We're gonna be doing this until the cows come home. So like this is DCAing into the podcast. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> going. We ain't panic selling shit. <laughs> so without further ado, it's my stock life or no life. Shirts coming soon. Shirts coming soon, baby. My stock life or no life T-shirts. Y'all have been asking for them. We heard the requests. We're coming out with them. Be tuned. Be ready. Have those PayPal orders ready. We're coming in hot with them, all right, baby? So without further ado, we love you guys. My stock life or no life. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I've been asking for a fucking My Stock Life jersey for years. For years. <laughs> years. Yeah, I fucking started this shit. I didn't know <laughs>